Welcome to Your Strata Property, the podcast for property owners looking for reliable, accurate, and bite-sized information from an experienced and authoritative source. To access previous episodes and useful strata tips, go to www.yourstrataproperty.com.au. Hello and welcome. I'm Amanda Farmer and this is Your Strata Property. Sam Rees is a Director of Property ESP operating from Perth. Property ESP is a group of property experts, analysts, marketers, PR people, sales experts who understand Australia's obsession with property and love to share that knowledge, getting behind the trends to see what people are buying and selling at the local level. Property ESP shares knowledge with clients so they can make informed decisions when developing, buying and selling property, believing that better understanding leads to better decision making. Sam is also the director of WA Apartment Advocacy, a group giving voice to people who choose apartments. Originally started in WA, recently expanded nationally and known as Australian Apartment Advocacy. Today, I am delighted to welcome Sam Reese. Welcome, Sam. Thanks, Amanda. Great to have you on the show, Sam. A mutual strata manager colleague of ours connected us, and I'm really excited to talk to you not just about the current property trends in Perth, but I really want to learn more about Australian apartment advocacy. So I might actually jump in and start with that. You've been doing something really interesting with trials in apartments. Can I ask you to share that with our audience? Sure. So last November, we actually hosted a pop-up apartment in the CBD of Perth, and over 600 people registered with us with the opportunity to actually trial living in a Blackburn apartment in the CBD for a month each time. Mm. Out of that 600, we actually then sent out another survey, and uh, that 150 people completed that survey. And from there, we actually chose 12 occupants, so a month each month from January this year until December this year. So we've got a mixture of families, we've got a mixture of young couples, also we have uh, baby boomers, but we also then have people in their 70s who are going to be trying out this lifestyle for a month. Wow, that is fascinating. And this is, you said pop-up apartment building. What building are you using for this trial? So it's the Oracle Apartments in Stirling Street in Perth, but yep. we actually brought in a pop-up apartment as a promotional purpose oh, okay. uh, to actually get people to call by and actually register and Ikea actually decorated that for us, which was awesome. Oh, good on you. Where did you get this idea from? It's incredibly creative. I love it. I came up with it. I was thinking about the Big Brother kind of, you know, yeah. uh, situation where they actually did do a trial kind of like pop-up apartment in the CBD, which people lived in uh, for the week and were kind of like observed and that kind of thing. And I thought we need to try something like this. Yep. It did take a lot of effort. There's no doubt about it. I went to seven developers before I actually got one to agree to actually allow me to run the trial in their apartment building. Mm-hmm. And once I had that, I knew I was right to go. So it's been so impressionable here in WA that now Mervac have asked us to look at doing something similar in Claremont at the end of this year. So it's really taken off. Yep. And it's really great because we've documented the people as they move in mm-hmm. and then as they move out to see their changes in behaviour. And we've been putting that onto our website through our social media. And it really has given people a chance to sit, look at people and their experiences and say, 
well, that could be me, and look how much they're loving this apartment now. So maybe we need to give this a go as well. Yeah, excellent. Now, uh, when you say you're documenting it, are you doing video, interviews? What will people see if they go on your website and check out these results and resources? Yeah, so we are videoing it with a professional team, and the idea is that we'd love to actually do a documentary to go nationally um, at the end of the year. Yeah, really exciting. And not being a Perth uh, resident, the Oracle Apartments, is that completed and you've got long-term residents in there or is that something that's still, uh, the developers still in there? What kind of building is that? Oh, no, it's finished Mm -hmm. and um, it's 22 storeys high right smack in the middle of the CBD mm-hmm. and we've actually got access to a two-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment Great, and they've actually got a lot of really great amenities in their building. So they've got a pool and a gymnasium um, on level four and then on this rooftop terrace they've got a, uh, like a TV room, they've got pool tables, they've got entertaining areas and so is, we're finding that people are really enjoying, like if they're not used to the idea of living in a small space with an apartment, yep. they're really loving the idea of breaking out, so to speak, into these public spaces and, yep. um, and they're meeting their neighbours. So it's been much more sociable than they thought it would be mm. and they've really enjoyed the experience. So our last residents, in fact, have now decided to sell their house and buy an <laughs> apartment and they're actively looking. So I think sometimes people don't know what to expect. The fear factor takes over. And what I wanted to do was remove that fear factor and demonstrate that, in fact, apartments are becoming people's preferred choice. It's not a secondary choice. Yeah, and I think uh, one demographic in particular, perhaps the um, older generation, shall I say, without offending any of my listeners, who perhaps might be empty nesters and kids have gone off and bought properties of their own or or at least moved out and they're thinking they might want to downsize. And I know uh, my parents are certainly in that bracket and it seems to be such a daunting decision to look at apartments and think about living in uh, what can be perceived as a smaller space, closer neighbours. I know my parents come to my apartment and say that they love it and they love the location and it's lovely to have space and light and views but they're not sure that it's for them. So I love this concept of being able to trial it for a month. It's great. Well, and I think what was interesting was the previous occupants who took over Debbie and Carl, they were baby boomers. Their kids were about to leave home. Debbie loved her garden. Uh, She loved this peace and quiet. She wasn't sure about living up high. She wasn't sure about living in a small space. She wasn't sure about dark spaces being the bathroom. She's a light sleeper. So the first week she was like, oh, I don't know. And I was thinking to myself, oh, this may be my one out of 12 who are not convinced. Mm -hmm. I went back and saw her at the end of the month and she gave it a 10 out of 10. Wow. And she said it's minimalist living. Yes. And not having all that clutter. Yes. And I just walk out the door and then for them in the CBD, just go and explore the CBD. They actually had one day where they actually shopped the entire day. Yep. And it was because they could, you know what I mean? Like they could actually pop back to the apartment, have some lunch, drop off their bags and head back out again. Whereas previously when they came to the city, it was usually a two-hour rush job because they were worried about parking and they were worried about cost of parking and they were on a timeline. So I think there is an economic benefit to actually having residents in an area, in an apartment building, Mm. because we tend to find from our research that people who move into apartments are usually of a professional standing, they have a higher income, have, you know, some extra income to spend and they want to spend it in the locality in which they're living. Yep. 
Absolutely. I certainly know my own personal experience. My family's living in an apartment in a, a relatively well-serviced, built-up area in Sydney's eastern suburbs, and we just love it. We, we spend whole weekends where we don't even get in the car. We walk everywhere. Yeah. Our shopping is just out the door. And to think about changing that, going to a, a freestanding home in suburbia, I might call it, just not for us. You know, the conveniences yeah. of apartment living and being able to live in the middle of everything is amazing. And you don't really know it till you try it. You don't realise. Yeah what a wonderful lifestyle yeah. it is so fabulous idea so you're in uh it's april when we're recording this so you're in about month four of your 12 month trial that's right we just had another family move in so um amanda mm. with her two kids who are nine and eleven and it's great because amanda's actually in the MetroNet team you might have heard about MetroNet here in wa it's the 2.6 billion dollar train line that's being installed across perth and she's in charge of planning these uh, precincts around these train stations. And she's like, how can I plan for families and apartments if I'm not actually physically living in one and knowing what they need? And so she's moved in to do the trial with us. She went through the whole process like everybody else did, registered herself and did the whole Bridgie ditch. And I think it's great. I think that kind of learning and insight at a government level, mm. at a local level is really important. Yeah, definitely. Good on her for doing that. And what a great example to set for other decision makers in the same position to make sure that they know intimately who they're serving and, and what they can provide to improve the standard of living for all of us apartment dwellers. Correct. Correct. All right. So your website, Sam, uh, let us know what that is. And I'll make sure that that is in the show notes for this episode. So our listeners can head over there and find out more about this program. Sure, it's www.waaa.net.au. Okay, waaa.net.au and you'll head over to yourstrataproperty.com.au and click on podcast and you'll see Sam's gorgeous face there and uh, you'll get the show notes for this episode and be able to head over to that website and really excited to see how that pans out for the rest of the year. I'd love to have some of your subjects, shall I call them, subjects, trial residents on the show to have a chat about their experience. Yeah, that'd be awesome. We'd love that. Yeah. Great. Now let's have a chat about Property ESP and what you're, you've been doing there and maybe some current property trends in WA and in Perth. We do have a lot of WA listeners and often they reach out to me and, and they love the content when I have uh, guests on from WA. So share with us what's been happening over there when it comes to the Perth property market. Well, I'm delighted to say that the Perth property market, six months ago, I said it had finally turned the corner and now everybody else is kind of like joining in with that chime, which is great. So what we're seeing, you know, we had a 30% increase in iron ore revenue in the last financial year, $93 billion, right? So when we're talking about that kind of kick start happening within WA, we are a resource driven country in terms of uh, our revenue, especially here in WA as a state. So we like to look at trying to actually diversify, but at the end of the day, what comes out of the ground is what then goes into our pockets. So we've had this iron ore boost. We've had gold hit the 200 mark for the first time since 2001. We're actually seeing land prices going up by 3.9%. Yesterday, we actually had for the first time rental uh, returns are actually increasing. Great. uh, For the last five years. Mm. So we're really seeing some buoyancy. We've had... $17 billion worth of infrastructure committed to WA or being delivered as we speak. Obviously, the $1.6 billion Optus Stadium, 
the 2.6 billion Metronet, the 65 million Yagen Square just opened up recently. Of course, the uh, Elizabeth Key, which also has like a 4.4 billion private investment, which will also include the Ritz-Carlton. So we're actually seeing infrastructure we've not seen for 20-odd years. Wow. Isn't that fascinating? And that's also including the shopping centres. You know, we've got Garden City, Karen Up, Inaloo. They're all expanding. Karen Up and Garden City are also putting apartments into the mix within their shopping precincts. So Perth is actually going through a revolutionary stage. Mm. And I don't think WA people have realised just yet that that means ka-ching, ka-ching <laughs> when it comes to buying property. Yes. So, in fact, um, my husband and I went to Manly with our kids uh, for New Year's Eve uh, just last year. Um, and loved being on the beachfront in an apartment there. Mm. Came back and I said to my husband, this is it, we've got to buy a beachfront apartment because by the time we retire, we won't be able to afford one. <laughs> we actually did buy a two-bedroom in Port Coogee just recently. Mm. And it's, I've got marina views across the ocean. It won't be built out. Mm. Um, we got it for an incredible price, plus also with a committed 5% rental return for the first 12 months. Mm. So I've been saying to all my clients and to the population in general, now is the time to buy. Yep. And I've put my money where my mouth is. <laughs> and uh, as the WA Apartment Advocacy Director, I now also own an apartment. So I've killed two birds with one stone, yeah. so to speak, with that situation. Good so, on yeah. you. I was going to ask you, Sam, what your hot tip was for uh, property investors. And it sounds like you've just given it to us. A, a beachfront or waterfront apartment in WA is the way to go. Wherever there is a crane. <laughs> that's what I'm telling people. Yeah. If you see a crane, yes. that's where you want to buy, right? So yes. next to the Optus Stadium. If you could have bought next to MCG 10 years ago, would you have done so? Mm. Correct, right? So it's not about a quick win. These are longer-term investments. Obviously, property is a 7- to 10-year turnaround in mm. terms of profit. Mm. But if I was someone now... I would be buying either in Fremantle by the King Square redevelopment. That's a $250 million redevelopment occurring there. I would buy in the Murdoch Medical Precinct because that's becoming a very large hub with the Fiona Stanley Hospital plus lots of research around there. I would buy on the beach or near inner city because inner city really is becoming very vibrant with all these new amenities that are occurring in that location. So there's some real hot spots in Perth at the moment mm. which you can get into at a really great price. I actually bought this apartment. It was a fallover, so that it had previously been sold uh, off the plan. When it came to settle, the owners couldn't settle we took up that opportunity. Mm. So there's some really great buys out there and be bold with what you want to offer because mm. developers are taking that at the moment. Yeah. Now, Sam, some of our listeners might say, well, it's all right for you. You're in the thick of it. You, This is what you do for your bread and butter. This is your living and you know the property sector intimately. So, of course, you can jump on these opportunities. Do you think it's only for property professionals uh, like you or I who know property, know strata in particular to benefit from this upswing or how does the the everyday punter make sure that they can invest their money in the right place to achieve the best property result for them? Listen, I think it's really important at the moment that you actually listen because a lot of people are saying, even the Reserve Bank has now said that WA has turned around the corner, mm, right? Yep. So the fear of missing out tends to become what drives demand. So if you actually are hearing people say now is the time to buy, it's at the bottom of the market, do not wait. Mm. When people are saying, oh, the market's hot, 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 mm. do not buy. 
right? So there's just a very simple rule. Yep. And a lot of people wait and then when they hear everybody saying on the market's hot, that's when they buy and mm. then their property might drop a hundred grand, you know, when the market derails. And yep. it's a cyclical market, right? Every market's cyclical. Look at Sydney and Melbourne at the moment, it's all cyclical. Mm-hmm. Now a lot of the times it's obviously employment-driven. And when we had the boom, we had a one-in-100-year boom back in 2011 when everybody else was having a GFC mm-hmm. and we never had a GFC. We were the quietest boom you ever knew about in the nation. No one was actually saying it's a boom until it was over and then they were saying the boom's over. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, come on now, you know, we should have been saying the boom was here. And we had this, you know, 50,000 people coming into the state every year for about four years. Yeah. And then they kind of like migrated out again once the jobs went. But now we're moving back into a mini boom. We'll never see anything like we saw back in 2011, but it will be very close. Mm. So the fact is, is that you need to look at listening to experts. You're hearing people like Rewa, you're hearing people like CoreLogic, you're hearing people like Property ESP saying now's the time to buy. They're not saying that for any other reason, the fact that it is now time to buy, Mm. right? So if you wait, you are the person who you should blame. Mm. That's the end of it. Yep. So keep your ears open. Make sure you're connected to and consulting those sources. Get on the right mailing lists and uh, don't hesitate. We actually do research what's happening with properties. And when you hear other companies talking about units, units will include apartments, flats, duplexes, triplexes, townhouses. So we actually don't just analyse units. We actually pull the apartments out and look at apartments separate to the rest of the market Mm -hmm. because they're a very different kind of beast. Now, what we actually are seeing is that we're having massive upswing in areas like Applecross, Mount Pleasant because of the 235 million Canning Highway redevelopment that's occurring there, plus also in Burswood because of its proximity to East Perth. So we're seeing these locations already picking up Mm. and it's very easy to follow us on our propertyesp.com.au and see the results that we're publicly issuing. Mm. Uh, Scarborough the same. Scarborough's just finished a $100 million redevelopment. So, you know, there's a lot of infrastructure going on within Perth and it just means that when you buy near infrastructure, it's the infrastructure that picks up your property values and that's the easiest way to invest. Mm, Definitely. Uh, It's funny that we're having this conversation now because I was at a a conference a couple of months ago now and there was a WA lawyer there and, of course, we always say, how's business? And he said, business is great. And he said, I think think Perth is great. You just have to go to the airport, jump on a plane and just see the number of people who are there at the airport coming and going and of course the uh, number of high vis the, the amount of high vis that's out there that's how you know when WA is doing well to look around the airport and see the high vis is back and it's back in force so it's, it's back in force really Correct. really great news all right now Sam everybody who comes on the podcast gets the book question what books have had the greatest impact on you and why the power of now Eckhart Tolle I read that when I was in my mid-20s. A colleague of mine, a a mentor, she gave me that book. And I guess that even now, you know, uh, nearly 25 years on, that book still has relevance. And I actually give that book to other young women that I mentor. Good on you. The reason for that was I grew up in a household where my mum had a lot of mental illness issues. So control was a major factor. I was always trying to control things. And, it, and you know, when the universe decides to do what it does, there's no control factor, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And because I was always trying to control things, I was always looking ahead. I was always trying to kind of like manipulate something. 
And then when those things didn't happen, it invariably made me feel bitter, unhappy, Mm. you know, whatever. So I've now learned that I live in the moment and what's happening now is happening now and what's happening next minute is happening the next minute and I don't really think about that until I'm actually in that position. Mm. Yes, I still plan ahead, you know, hence buying this apartment which I bought actually for my retirement, (laughs) which is 15 years away, Um, and I do think you have to forward plan But I think at the same time, if you are always thinking about the future, you don't actually enjoy the moment. And there's a lot of great moments to be having. And I get a lot of passion out of my life. And that's why I get up in the morning and do what I do. Mm. And I've got two young children and every minute with those young children can change as well. So I think, you know, you've just got to kind of like just roll with life and just know that when the tough gets tough, the good times are coming. Mm. and just have that faith and that confidence. So, yeah, that's a book that really did change my life considerably mm. and yeah. one that still holds true. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. We'll make sure there's a link to that one in the show notes so our listeners can check it out too. Uh, I never cease to be amazed by how many uh, seemingly very successful, very busy uh, business people explain how committed they are to living in the moment and not succumbing to the distractions and not thinking about what's coming up next but thinking precisely about what they're doing now. So I think that's excellent advice and uh, it is the pathway to a, a happier, more peaceful, more meaningful life. So definitely check out that one. All right, Sam, before we wrap up, is there anything else that you wanted to add? And please do let our listeners know how they can find out some more about you. Listen, I do think property is the best way to actually invest. I have done shares and I have done property and property every time has delivered for me a financial return. Mm. So I'm a big advocate of property. I think if you buy at the right time in the right location, you know, Perth property still is doubling every seven to ten years. Mm. And that's great. You know, there's no way quicker to actually pay off your mortgage (laughs) and to make some super than through property. So, you know, have faith, trust your gut instinct, ask around for advice, check out the web pages like ours. And then, you know, you can always drop us an email and ask us for our advice. And just, you know, go to those seminars that you see advertised and just gather information. But don't let that information actually install you from making a decision. Mm. At the end of the day, you can be the most wisest person, but if you don't take action, then you can also be the poorest person. Mm. So, you know, at the end of the day, you want to retire, you want to have some cash. They're saying a million dollars is what you need to basically have in the bank. I know it's daunting, isn't it? I'm only 15 years away and I'm thinking to myself, how am I going to do this? But at the end of the day, you are responsible for your livelihood and for your life. So take charge and make the most of it. Fabulous. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I'll make sure that both of your websites, Property ESP and Australian Apartment Advocacy, are in our show notes. Thank you so much for taking the time out to chat with us today, Sam. I'm really excited to see what's on the horizon for you. Oh, man, it was a delight. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Your Strata Property, the podcast which consistently delivers to property owners reliable and accurate information about their strata property. You can access all the information below this episode via the show notes at www.yourstrataproperty.com.au. You can also ask questions in the comments section, which Amanda will answer in her upcoming episodes. How can Amanda help you today?